Welcome to Boca Live, Boca Raton Magazine's first and only podcast where you'll hear all about what to do, where to go, the best eats, and more in South Florida. Each week you'll hear from us, the editors of Boca Mag, while we chat with the who's who of Boca and beyond about everything from wacky Florida stories to the hottest chefs to the biggest events. We're here and we're Boca, live. Thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Boca Live. I'm John Thomason, managing editor with Boca Magazine and a diehard music lover, which is why I, like countless others, wait with vocal anticipation each winter for the Sunfest lineup announcement. As usual, this year's eclectic slate of entertainers did not disappoint. The festival, which runs May 3rd through 6th, welcomes headliners such as Pitbull, Incubus, Nick Jonas, 311, Zed, Girl Talk, Party Next Door, Cake, and Logic, with the action culminating in a fireworks display at 9 p.m. on the closing night. So what does it take to put together the biggest music festival in the Palm Beaches? According to Executive Director Paul Jameson, the planning begins more than a year in advance. By now, Jameson has the Sunfest formula down to a science. With the 36th annual Sunfest weeks away, Jameson sat down with us in the second floor loft of the organization's West Palm Beach office to give us a peek behind the stage lights, starting with his criteria for selecting bands to perform. Well, the first thing you have to, to know is that is that there's a lot of factors that we have absolutely no control over. And the biggest one is the bands that are available to us. Bands that are working at that time, um, uh, bands that'll be in this part of the country at that time, and then bands that haven't been performing at another South Florida venue or festival. There's something called a radius clause that's in, a, in any entertainer's contract that is standard radius clauses, 100 miles, 100 days. So for example, anybody that's performing at, in South Florida at all, even from Miami on up, between whatever, February and, and, and August, is, is prohibited from, from working at SunFest. Um, so that narrows the field of who's available to you. Um, from our end, so that, that's one part of it, and then there's price. Right. Uh, certainly, entertainers is the ultimate of free enterprise. There's no sticker price. There's no list price. You can't go on Amazon and, and try to compare. Um, so that's from their end. From our end, we have a budget, of course, we're trying to work in. We have, we'd like to try to make the festival be as broad of appeal as we can, but you also understand that we can't please everyone. Music is the ultimate in subjectivity and there's no way in four days you can possibly get every genre of music and make everyone happy. But so, you know, you probably come closer than any other festival I can think of. In well, what, oddly what you see happening right now is festivals we were an oddity the way we used to program. Now you see even bigger festivals, the Coachellas, the Lollapaloozas of the world, are starting to program more like we do, with a bigger variety. So I, I, I think we were a little bit ahead of our time on that. Mm -hmm. So you know you can't please everyone. And, and, and the big thing for us was we don't want to compete with ourselves at the same time. Look at Friday Night Sunfest this year. You have Zed on one stage, Incubus on another stage, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats on another stage, all really good bands, all that certainly have some crossover fans, 
but mostly are different enough that they're going to attract different things. So you want to not compete with yourself. You got the electronic on one stage, the 90s alternative rock, I right. guess you'd call it on another stage, and then a contemporary right. indie rock soul. Exactly. Band. Yeah. So so that's so so that's you have all these outside factors, you have your inside factors, and then you keep trying to make it work. Right. It's, it happens over a six-month process. Mm. I think the biggest misconception that people have is that like it all happens at one time. We have all these names and we kind of put them all together. It just doesn't work like that. Mm. You know, sometimes you make a decision in August that you say in January, "Wow, I wish I wouldn't have done that back in August." But mm -hmm. so when when people say, "Why doesn't Sunfest have uh, Jack White or somebody like he's touring the festival circuit around this time?" Yes. Uh, what would your response be? What would, or what is my response? Yes. <laughs> um, we could have had Jack White, or we could have talked to Jack White, but the only day that Jack White was available to us was the day that Billy Idol was playing. And that goes back to what we just talked about. I'm not going right. to put Jack White up against Billy Idol. And if I stack Jack White and Billy Idol together, then I have, I've, I've expended a lot of my budget on the same genre on the same night. So it comes down to decisions like that. And nobody else has Billy Idol that I could think of around here. Um, no, they don't. And Billy, I, I, I think Billy Idol's great. I mean, we've had Billy Idol several years ago, did a great show for us. He doesn't come out much, he doesn't tour much. The reaction to Billy's been great. We also try not to have the same festival lineup. There's a problem in the industry right now with lineup homogenization. And, and we try to do stuff maybe that's a little different. Do you have a master list six months out when you start preparing that then you whittle down and check off, remove people that obviously can't make it? Well, it's, it's an avail list. We don't, have a, we don't really much have a master list of who we'd like. I mean, we might have a mental list, but it really boils down to who's available and who's working in that time. And even when you get a list of the availability, that doesn't mean they're really available. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> remember, at the same time we're doing this, there's other festivals in, in, in this area and other venues in this area that are looking at the same list we're looking at. So when you're trying to assemble this puzzle, there's other people grabbing your pieces at the same time. Sure. And are there styles of music that tend to not do well at Sunfest? Um, that's a great question. Um, I, I, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Nathaniel Ratliff does. Um, we had Alabama Shakes a few years ago when they were off winning a Grammy and super popular and selling out shows everywhere and they weren't super popular here. Um, there's bands that might sell out five shows in, in Madison Square Garden and they would come here and wouldn't do well. Hmm. And, and, and that's not just South Florida. Every part of the country has different things that work. So something that's too trendy um, sometimes doesn't work. Uh, too hip right. um, sometimes doesn't work. Hip in a certain genre. Um, might work. It's, 
it's always a guessing game. I mean, logic is as hot as you can be right now. And I really wonder where their parents are. Look around, everything changes. It feels like I've been buried alive. But we might have logic three months early for South Florida. Right. It's just, it's just the way it works. I have a feeling by August there'll be a lot of big logic fans in South Florida saying, oh yeah, I was at SunFest. I wish I would have saw him there. I remember a few years ago when you had Hozier, and it was his first headlining gig at mm -hmm. a festival. He announced that from the stage. Right. And I have never seen so many people gathered to see an artist before. That was one of those ones that probably paid off, one of those. Yeah, and, 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 and actually, I've seen bigger crowds in that stage. I was slightly disappointed in, 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 in the turnout. He did a great show. It was a good turnout, but it wasn't great. And um, um, it, it's, it's, it's such an art form. Uh, concert promoters will tell you that they lose money on 75% of their shows. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how volatile the business is, and it's become even more volatile. Hmm. I suppose it's like that with uh, movie theaters, too. They make all their money on the few tentpole blockbusters, and then they fill the other... Screens probably don't make yeah. yeah probably uh, who was the easiest artist to book this year the easiest artist to book this year um, Pitbull came together really quickly um, for us um, um, Billy Idol who we've gone after a number of times <laughs> Um, it, it was, he, he, we've gone after him a number of times and he actually came through this year, so I would call that easy. Um, I guess the one that stands out in my mind right now is Ice Cube, who we just added to the lineup, because a lot of times when you're trying to add someone, that's very difficult. And Ice Cube doesn't do a lot of shows, and that was a long shot when we went after it, and it actually came together pretty quickly. So. Um, you know, they're all they're professionals they're they're making their living and um, but it, it, Zed was was a deal that got done pretty quickly um, logic quotas us a price pretty early on and never as much as we might have tried to negotiate never really deviated too much from that price so um, they're, they're professionals they all they all are pretty are pretty good now you mentioned ice cube who was mm -hmm. a substitution for Casey and the Sunshine Band. Well, yeah, it sounds weird when you say it like that, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I know this is, that's a part of the industry. These things happen. You book an act and then something happens where right. they can no longer be on tour, no longer make the gig. Uh, describe that process and, and how did you get an act as big as Ice Cube on such, a, on such short notice? Um, um, I, when we looked at at when we looked at when Casey told us they couldn't make it, which you're right, it happens sometimes. It's it's no it's nobody's fault. It just happens, and 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 the number of times it's happened to us is very small. And every time it does happen to us, your first reaction is to say, let's get the same type of band. Let's put the same type of band in there, and 
my reaction is always, let's take a deep breath and see if there's an upgrade available to us, if there's something that might be better. And we looked at the list of names, as you mentioned, the list, and Ice Cube's name was on there, and I talked to our entertainment chairman, one of our board members, a volunteer, and I said, I, I gotta tell you, I'm thinking about Ice Cube. And he said, so, so am I. And I said, well, nothing to lose. Let's try. You know, it's all got to happen pretty fast, though, because um, you don't really want to announce somebody's canceled until you announce that who you have to replace them. And, and then Ice Cube involved us moving several other things around, um, moving stages and doing some other things. And um, I, it, it was the same thing I say every time. Let's see if we can upgrade. And this is the first time it ever actually worked. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. I got my grub on, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I want to dig out. So hooked it up for later as I hit the dope. Another 24, I gotta go cause I got me a drop top and if I hit the switch, I can make the ass. And we've gotten great other substitute bands before, but this is a different, people who love KC and people who love that type of music, they're disappointed mm -hmm. and I totally get it. But I, again, that, that puzzle is the same puzzle mm -hmm. we have with the whole festival. Right. By the time uh, December, January rolls around, people are really antsy for the lineup and they're posting things on the Facebook page, when can we see the lineup, mm -hmm. you know, the such and such other festival, which is a month after you already has its lineup up. Is, is the timing of the lineup, uh, does it come when it does because you're still waiting on these one or two or three acts to fully book the whole thing? In other words, is most of it already slated? It, 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 it used to be where we would book 20% of our lineup before the first of the year and 80% of our lineup after, and that's totally reversed. So the market um, of when entertainers are willing to commit has moved up. So we, we're, we're kind of, it's best, it's, it's the best business decision to move in, in concert, pardon the pun, but I couldn't resist, with the, with the market. We might be announcing earlier next year. We're, we're already talking as we are at this time of the year about the following year, and we may move up because the market's moved up. So we're actually sitting back and saying, you know, maybe that we need to move everything up and make all our deadlines earlier. Hmm. You have a tendency to wait till after the first of the year for something else to come available, but I think the market's moved up enough where that doesn't really happen. And one of the ways that I know I'm getting old is because I recognize... Uh, <laughs> I'm a lot older than you. That, yes, but I still... I, each year I recognize fewer of the headlining acts, like mm -hmm. uh, Ray Schreimer, if I'm saying that right. Ray Schrumman. No, you're Shrumman, not. You're not, you're, not oh. you're not pronouncing that well, not, although yeah. we, had to, we had to look it up ourselves. <laughs> it's ear drummers spelled backwards. Oh, it is. Interesting. Yes. And uh, you've heard their music, you just don't know who it is, right? Oh, uh, okay.
blue green, blue flame and I tip like king. Car got wings, car got speed. Roll up at the PMT. Deal drum one time with the so, so there's acts there that are a really big deal among particularly younger audiences. I feel like Sunfest is getting younger and younger each year. Well, think of it this way. The, the, the amount of, I'm a baby boomer, so the amount of baby boomer acts will never increase. It'll always decrease. If you're in Gen X and that's your time of music, it's a finite amount of bands there. It's bigger, but it will never increase. Never. True. So with millennials and, and, and now the Gen Z after, that's the, that's the type of music that's always growing. So when, you, when you're trying to book at bands and you're looking at what's available to you, the odds are there's going to be more of that music available to you than there is other music it's just it's just statistically mm -hmm. so so while again while we try to cross all the genres or, or all the, the the age groups there's naturally more millennial music available to you and then there's one other thing uh, about it and I know I'm, I'm probably talking too long um, if you think about it a baby as I as a baby boomer was told what to listen to I had, I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, I had AM radio, I had two, sta two or three stations that played the music that, that was new to me. Um, Gen Xers, they had MTV, they had a little more, but they were still told what to listen to. Millennials and Gen Z, they have no, none of those restrictions. When you, when you try to say what's relevant to someone that age, it's the widest variety. I can look at a list of, of avails and a baby boomer act and a Gen X act and I can just look at the name and tell you how they'll do. I you can't do that. And that's mm -hmm. kind of exciting, really. And it's exciting mm -hmm. for those kids, say kids, I'm dating myself, younger people, because they have so many options. So that's, that, that creates the, I have no idea who these people are because they have so many options, yeah. so many more options than we did. I think it's, they call it the, the long tail uh, of, of, the, of the internet now where it just stretches on and on forever. And once you, I mean, go on YouTube and you can start listening to one type of thing and an hour later you're discovering something new right. or you're going back in time. It's all there. It's all, it's all together now. You can go from the Beatles to an act right. today. And, and, and the saying in the music industry is that, is that people of an older generation used to wait for the next album by their favorite artist. Younger people wait for the next artist. So trying to predict who who likes who and who will do what, it's, it's, it's very challenging. Are there acts who are making their Sunfest debuts this year that might not be household names, but you think will put on amazing shows? Um, I, I, I hope that people go to see Nathaniel Ratliff. I, I, again, it, that's a little more of a sophisticated musical, musical experience than some people might be used to. Hey mama, it's me. Sitting in a child. 
sit down Can't listen when the sun's out Only sun this will be so hard And I think they're great, personally. Um, but I, I hope that gets more people and I think mm -hmm. people will really be surprised by that. You mentioned Ray Shrumman and there's an act next door, party ne or next day, party next door, who are both super talented. Um, again, it might not be your cup of tea, but it's, it's, worth, it's worth a listen. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all coming to Sunfest for the first time. Obviously, everybody's excited about Pitbull. Pitbull's been here before. But to your point, I get excited about the people who haven't been here before. Logic, I think Logic is unbelievably talented. And do you think that also by booking acts like Zed, that you're bringing in that ultra music festival audience, they have such a fanatical base for that? You know, we have. Like, I mean, we, we've, we've been booking at least one EDM artist for the last seven, six or seven years. Um, uh, and, and so... We've traditionally done that, and it's traditionally done very well for us. I mean, Ultra does great. They're certainly in the class by themselves, but it's, it's a very popular form of music with younger people. You know, Ray Shremond is a, is, a, is a pretty much straight-up rap artist, and that's another popular form of music. You mentioned, you mentioned Ultra, but there's also the Rolling Loud Music Festival, which is a weekend after Sunfest, which is a straight-up rap and hip-hop festival. Um, so... You know, again, we try to look at that younger generation and say, we'll try to do some EDM, we'll try to do some hip hop. Party Next Door is even in like a different iteration of hip hop. Logic is hip hop, pop. It's it, there's so many different genres you're trying to 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 get something in. And do you um, house all these artists when they come here? No, we, we, we got out of the, and, and as most festivals do, we got out of the housing and transportation business a long time ago because it's, 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 very, it's very time intensive. And so our deals with the artists are you get your own transportation. We'll pick you up from wherever you're staying and bring you to the venue for your sound checks and your performance, but we very rarely even do airport pickups anymore. Hmm. It's, it's just too, too, too time consuming. So that means you also don't have to deal with eccentric requests written into the riders, only green M&Ms, that sort of thing. We, we, we don't. I mean, it, 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 they have riders, but they, there's a lot of crossing out that goes on. And really, um, it, most artists have one or two things that are really important to them and we will try to provide those and that's the tour manager or the road manager will let us know those when we're talking to them and this all happens around now they might say look just make sure there's whatever some they have to have coca-cola they have to have coca-cola and that's their thing. They have to have a drink of Coke before they go on stage. Uh, obviously, it would be a little more exotic than this, but that's their thing. And, and when you think about it, I, and I learned a long time ago in this business, they're, they're just people trying to make a living too. And we all have egos. Most of them are fine. They're just people. And the, 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 some part of the rider is just so they don't get given the same thing every day when they're on the road. Think about that. I mean, I, they, they just want to have a little comfort here and there, which we all do. And sometimes they can't run out to the store and pick up their own Coke. You know, mm -hmm. they, they, 
so they want them have it there for them. They're, it's, you know, the green M&Ms is at a level of entertainers that perhaps we're not dealing with here. Oh, sure. That's, that's your Rolling Stones. Most of, most of them are just people trying to make a living. They want something or other. I, I, I do think that when bands first sign a contract with an agency, they sit around and consume something and write their writers, and that's sort of a rite of passage that they want to do. So there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm sure they had fun writing it all down, but it's not really reality sure. for most groups. And what's your life like the week of the festival? Um, <laughs> um, you don't get a ton of sleep. Um, um, and that's not only because of the hours, it's just the stress of it. You just, it's, it's amazing what your body can do. Like my body resets at about five hours of sleep and I can then live through the next day. <laughs> I, I, I can be coherent through the next well, day. Well, they're, they're also not normal days. No, well. You're, you're going to an office and then you're commuting. These are kind of exciting days. They're very music. fun days. And that's the thing, you know, people always ask, you know, what you do. And, 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 and we have a lot of fun. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress, but it's a lot of fun. And it's really fun because of the people. Not, not. You know, people are always, well, could you meet all the artists backstage? I suppose I could. I just never do that. I, the, we have volunteers that, well, we had a big volunteer thing last night. And, and there's literally 300 committee people who take days off of work, who Sunfest is a passion of theirs. So you get to work with this whole group of people that are doing what they do because they love to do it. And you, there's all kinds of jokes that go from year to year or the joke of the year or this or that and it's just fun and you're working with all these people that are pulling this thing together again because they love to do it and that's that's the fun part is Sunfest still the biggest economic driver in arts and entertainment in Palm Beach County I, I don't think you can say it that way um, you, because everybody has a different way of measuring that. Um, um, everybody has a different way of applying economic impact models. So that that's a question that's impossible to answer. One thing I will say is that Sunfest is a destination. People leave their homes last year from 50 different states, from 30 different foreign countries from 225 cities in Florida outside of Palm Beach County to come to Sunfest. That was their sole reason for coming here. So that I think makes us unique as a destination. Um, lots of people get visitors um, who are here, are in town, maybe for a critical mass of a lot of things going on and they also do some other stuff. But I think what makes us unique is that we're a destination. And that's, that's kind of exciting, really. I mean, uh, that, 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 that's, and that's why Sunfest was created. So I, I can't measure us against anybody else. Uh, we just try to do the best that we can do. But when you have people coming just for that, that, that's pretty, that means we're doing what we're supposed to do. Sunfest returns to the downtown West Palm Beach waterfront May 3rd through the 6th. Tickets run $43 for single-day passes, $65 for two-day passes, and $81 for four-day passes. Visit sunfest.com for the complete lineup and to purchase tickets. Thanks for listening to this edition of Boca Live. See you next time.
You can subscribe to Boca Live through the Apple Store and listen to episodes online at bocamag.com.